Hey, it's great that you're here. Welcome to the Super Self Podcast. This is episode number nine. My name is Tommy Gentleman. I'm really looking forward to sharing this information with you today because this is a hot topic right now. And it's something that the average coach, personal trainer just does not bring to the table, literally. Because this podcast is all about emotional eating. So most people that I've worked with and most people that send me questions are asking how they can control their cravings or they're asking how they can maintain their focus or stop falling off the wagon. Now, I think those three things and all the other stuff, lose motivation, lose momentum, lose the effort, whatever it is, whatever you label it as, it, it, it all comes down to the behavior of self-sabotage about eating junk food in quite a lot of volume, like binge eating on a regular basis. And that can cause a lot of confusion and frustration when it comes to our progress because it really does undo a lot of good. But it's also a massive problem if you genuinely want to improve. I'm going to assume that's you. I'm going to assume you are somebody who does genuinely want to create a successful environment for you to be the super self version of you, firing up on all cylinders. You want a 10 with high body confidence, better health, increased happiness, firing up that fitness, that motivation, and of course, that positivity. That's my purpose. That's my passion. That's my aim. And I'm going to now bring you an episode that is going to potentially have enough power in the punch to change your life. Should we do this? Let's go. Okay, before we get into this really big topic today, I just want to thank everybody who has taken the time to go and leave a positive review on iTunes. It fuels me with so much energy to see that because, you know, I know that it's everyone's busy, but you've gone out of your way to do that. So thank you so much for doing that. If you haven't already, then it would be awesome if I saw you leave a review on iTunes. It really would. Um, also, I want to say a massive, massive thank you to everybody that got in touch with a question for me for this episode of the podcast. I did put it out there on my social media and through my email list. I said, if you've got a question, come and hit me with it. And there were a lot of questions around this topic of staying on the wagon or keeping motivation or keeping focus. And I took all that information, I took all those questions and I thought, what is the main thing? Because if we look at everyone's situation, often the thing that gets us to not succeed as much as we should is our emotional eating. Right, and it could it could be something else for you, but more often than not, it's the behaviour around eating junk food. So this is my philosophy. My philosophy is that the human body, if we're to just go through life eating relatively okay and staying active and staying healthy, then we we just don't get obese because we level out, and the human body is like it's a real smart organism. It knows how to function. When we put on body fat, it's because we abuse that natural system by eating too many calories. It's as simple as that. Now, when people eat too many calories, it's not usually because they're like trying to like watch what they eat, but they're just eating too much like sweet potato or, or too many vegetables, like way too many. Or, you know, it's, it's not like an, usually it's not an innocent mistake like that. It's just pure, blatant, obvious binge junk food, whatever you want to call it, behavior. So I'm really interested in in finding out actually why that happens. And, you know, I got really interested in this a few years ago because I've been in the fitness industry. Some of you know this. 
but I've been in the fitness industry now since 2006, 2007. And I was getting great results with people, just like smashing them in the gym and like giving them like awesome workouts and just focusing like completely on their on their workouts and blitzing them in the gym. And then all of a sudden the results stopped, everything slowed down for my clients and I had to ask myself like, what's going on here? Like how come Dave isn't getting results now? How come Margaret isn't maintaining these results? And, it's be- and it wasn't because of the training. It was not because of the training, it was because of what they were doing with their food. And even though, you know, I was running regular drop-in sessions where they could come and learn about nutrition, I was sending them information, all my clients at the time, sending them information about what food to eat, there was this loophole. And the loophole was that they were binge eating junk food, either at the weekends or in the evenings, or, you know, they would almost take like three steps forward and one step back. And I think a lot of people out there are, are doing this. They're taking three steps forward and then taking one or maybe two steps back by sabotaging themselves with what they eat. They are binge eating junk food. They are slipping up. They are letting their guard down. They're going into the shops and they're grabbing a multi-pack of chocolate or, or sweets or they're drinking lots of alcohol, you know, glasses of wine here and there or beers or whatever it is. Or maybe they're just eating like a massive family share pack of crisps uh, or indeed having a takeaway, something like this. And that's the reason that people get held back with their physical change. And again, I always say this, if it were easy, everybody would be walking around ripped. Everyone would be in the shape of their lives. But it isn't easy because the world that we live in, we want things real fast. We want everything fast. And that's literally brought us an industry called the fast food industry. But what also has happened is the grab food on the shelves is fast and it ticks the taste box. It's like not necessarily, like I go into a shop I go into a garage or like a convenience store or a shop on the, on the corner and there's like 5% of the produce in that shop that is healthy. 95% of it is just bull crap. It's, it's junk food. It's too high in sugar or it's processed. And I'm not even massively particular about like, like I, I sit myself in a professional realm where I care about what I put in my body and I give people advice on nutrition, but I'm not like major level on this. I don't weigh my food, I don't prep the night before or the week before and stuff like that. I just find what works for me. That's why I think you should find what works for you and that's why hopefully it will help you. My point is that I am appalled at the state of what's available to us and if we just float through life and do nothing to learn, nothing to grow, we end up being obese. That's just the way it is because the foods out there that are being marketed to us, that are being provided easily for us and accessible for us, they aren't lean, they aren't healthy, they are not a well thought through nutritional solution. They're just products that are trying to be sold and are selling on taste and selling on satisfaction and they're selling on your emotional need. And that's the seamless link into emotional eating. Do you like what I did there? When we emotionally eat, it's usually foods that give us comfort. You've heard of comfort eating, right? You've heard of like comfort foods. For everybody, this is different. Like for some people, it's like a hot dinner that's just stacked full of chips or or loads of potatoes or it's like calorific big home-cooked meal. For others, it's literally a bag of crisps or it's a fizzy drink or it's a chocolate bar or it's some kind of indulgence through what we call junk food. 
Um, but we have to look at actually what's going on there. Now, most people understand that food is not good for their waistline. Most people are not naive to the fact that they will essentially put body fat on by eating that food because it is labeled as unhealthy like it's commonly known it's commonly known that this is not a healthy food yet we still do it so there must be some kind of positive outcome for the unconscious mind to understand that because your unconscious mind right your unconscious mind it just wants to keep you safe it wants what's best for you and it wants the path of least resistance so for some reason it doesn't understand that avoiding these foods is actually the best thing because it has, it has attached over the years too much too much advantageous benefits too many pleasurable feelings towards eating the food let me break that down for you we build our emotional understanding between the ages of 0 and 7 now in that fragile time there are a number of understandings that we build and meanings that we adopt around food that is luxury like chocolate like junk food like whatever it is and usually it's in three ways that we do this number one is through reward so for example let's say as a little kid little you was running around you'd gone shopping with your mom or your dad or your grandparents or whatever and you were kicking up a little bit of a fuss you were being a little bit of a problem child so you're elder your parents or grandparents or whoever's looking after you at the time says look if you behave today then you know we'll go to it rhymes with schmuck schmonalds and you can have a happy meal or if you're good today i'll give you a chocolate bar or if you're a good boy or a good girl today then when we get home we can go to the chip shop on the way home so all of a sudden we understand that this food is like an awesome reward it's like wow, this must be the best thing ever because we get that positive reinforcement and we associate that food with reward. So that could be something. Now we can see this in adult life turning up very commonly when people do a diet. Think about it. You do a four-week diet plan or two-week or six-week diet plan. What do most people do at the end? They celebrate the fact that it's finished by stuffing their face full of crap. What logic is there in that but it happens and that's because we think right wow i've done so well man like i've i've not eaten any of these foods like i'm totally cool i can just go and like celebrate and have a takeaway and drink loads of beer and eat all the foods that i haven't been allowed to eat for the last few weeks it's reward and it was built as a child and what we have to do is we need to understand that actually it isn't a reward because in the long term, it gives us a lot of pain. When we're putting on our clothes and we feel like crap and we have to go and change 10 times because our stomach keeps sticking out or our butt looks big or whatever it is for you, um, that is not pleasure, that is pain. So we have to associate actually that the eating the food is not a positive reward. It's actually setting us up for more pain in the future and we have to find a different way to reward ourselves. And that's the key. The key is finding something else to replace that because you have that feeling that you're seeking of reward and that's fine that's a positive feeling it's just the process is not a positive process so you have to bring something else in now what i would recommend is some kind of treat as in an experience or maybe you know for example you go to the movies you've done well go to the movies you've had a stressful week go watch a movie what whatever it is that you like to do i enjoy watching movies that's why i use that example something that you can reward yourself with maybe even just like buy yourself some new clothes that's an awesome way of doing it, especially if it is some kind of body transformation journey, to reward yourself by buying yourself some new clothes. This is one way to do it. 
Because at the moment, it's not working for you to reward yourself with crap. It is not working for you. And if you really do want to break free from this, then you have to pay attention to what I'm saying right now. So another way that we can develop this emotional eating behavior when we're a child is through the masking of pain. Again, it's a positive reinforcement. So we're out and about, we're running around one day, we trip over, we bump our knee, we start crying, we see the blood and we're like, ah, like kids do. And your parent, your guardian, your grandparents, whoever they are, they say, no, 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 don't cry, don't cry. Here, here, have this, have this, don't cry, have this. And they just whip out this chocolate bar out of their handbag and it's like, boom, I've forgotten about the pain now and I'm focusing on the pleasure of this chocolate bar. So doing that time and time again, we, we generate a positive reinforcement in our brains that nice food can mask pain. Now bring that to adult life and that's freaking huge, isn't it? Think about it. You've had a bad day, you're stressed, somebody's pissed you off, you're upset about your relationships, you're upset with work, you're upset at the state of your physical body. You feel that pain, so what do you do? Your unconscious mind tells you that you need to mask that pain. And the way that you understand how to do that, the way that you've learned over the years, is by eating food that you enjoy that isn't necessarily healthy. And that's the key. As adults, we realize there are consequences to eating these particular foods, so we have to change the game. Otherwise, we're gonna be obese or we're gonna be have more body fat than we want, and that isn't necessarily the way we want to live our lives, especially if we're gonna become the best version of ourselves with the best body confidence we can possibly achieve. Higher levels of energy, higher levels of happiness, higher levels of health to live longer and do all the things we wanna do for longer. So masking the pain through junk food is something we do do as adults, but the pain isn't falling over and bumping your knee. The pain is usually through adult experience, through people pain or situational pain. And it's the food or the drink that we look for to suppress those feelings, to make us feel better just in that instance. But then we realize the consequences and actually it probably makes us feel worse. So then we reach out for the food again and it's like this vicious cycle. Now if that resonates with you. Please do hit me up, leave me a comment. Um, on Instagram or Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at Tommy Gentleman. Just send me a direct message. I'm always reading those. If you're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Tommy Gentleman Coaching because I know that's a big one for people. The third and final way that we get kind of caught up in this emotional eating is just because we want to feel love. And all of us just want to be loved at the end of the day. That's what it all boils down to. It's all about love. Millions of songs have been written about it and poems and proverbs and experiences vary from every single person, but we all are seeking love. And we can bring feelings of love through foods that are just a little luxury, that are a bit of an indulging food. And we can kind of tell ourselves that we're worth it by eating that food. Now, of course, it's the same old problem, isn't it? Same conundrum as an adult, you realize that eating that food has negative consequences, that those negative consequences being your butt gets bigger, your stomach gets chubbier, your, your clothes don't fit, you get less body confidence. And it's because your brain's just not learned a different meaning yet. Because when you were a kid, this happened to you. It was your birthday and somebody 
maybe grandparents came and they gave you like this amazing cake or they said, oh, I've got you uh, chocolate. It's Easter. I've bought you some Easter eggs. It's Christmas. I've bought you a selection box. And all of a sudden we get that association of love to a particular type of food, be it chocolate, crisps, hot chips, uh, uh, drinks, fizzy drinks, whatever it is. But at some point in your life, we've built that association of love to that particular type of food. And then we reinforce that positively every time we feel like shit. Somebody comes around and they bring a takeaway or somebody comes around and they bring some Maltesers or they bring like a bottle of wine or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden we associate this feeling of love towards these foods that end up increasing our waistline. Now, don't get me wrong, there is a time and a pl- I'm straight with you here. There is a time and a place for everything. I enjoy these foods. I really do because, you know, they're part of life and I really do enjoy them. But I became consciously aware of how much of a hold they had on me uh, when I was about 20. Like, I used to eat so much crap. You would not even believe it. Um, I used to go to college and have a fried breakfast and I'd have, like, I used to eat Twix. If you're in the UK, I used to eat Twix bars, chocolate bars and salt and vinegar hula hoops at the same time. Flush them down with a full sugar Coca-Cola from the vending machine. Like that was my regular thing in the afternoons. Uh, My skin was terrible, I was overweight, like not massively, but just chunky out of shape. Body confidence was low, I was wearing clothing that was two sizes bigger than my actual body. And I wasn't really that confident in myself, let alone in my body. And these foods had a hold on me. And it's because of these three things. Reward, the masking of pain, and the feeling of love. Love can be like the solution to a lot of pain, can't it? Like, think about it. You've had a bad day. You're stressed out. Somebody says something nasty to you. Um, you've caught yourself in the mirror. You don't like what you see. You're pissed off at the way your clothes fit. You're pissed off at the lack of progress in whatever area of your life. So you make yourself feel better by reaching out to these foods that give you the feeling of love. You have to be mature enough to understand that you are doing these behaviors because they're bringing you a perceived value in your life. They're bringing you positives. And that could either be reward, the masking of pain, or indeed bringing you love. So figure out which one of those three you think is having a hold on you right now and think how can you get that feeling because you have to be you have to talk about it it's like nothing changes unless you learn people ask me questions all the time like you need to start thinking about this whole thing as a learning process mate because there's no right answer that I can give you right away it's just like if you want to be good at something you have to keep learning and it's the same with this whole subject of self-confidence, of physical change, of motivation, positivity, fitness, whatever you want to call it, mate. It is about learning. It's about learning. So think about which which one's for you, reward, masking pain, or, or the feelings of love, and how can you get those feelings from something else? You know, sometimes we can get the feeling of love by just tidying the house. And I've worked with many clients before that I've said to them, Look, if you find yourself want to get that feeling of love, do something nice for yourself, like throw, throw some clothes out or like tidy up so that you feel like you're in a loving, cleansed environment. It's whatever gives you that feeling, like go to the gym, do an awesome session. That makes you feel loved. Go, go listen to some positive self-help podcasts like the Super, Super Self Podcast, for example, because that can give you that feeling too. You know, it really is about learning. There's no right answer to this. And I really hope that this podcast has served you and helped you. And there's one more thing that you have to do now. You have to reach out to me. I need to know that you're listening and that this is making sense to you. And I need to be ready to answer your questions because I genuinely have a passion to help you. And the way that you're going to do that is you're either going to connect with me on Instagram, as mentioned before, at Tommy Gentleman, or facebook.com forward slash Tommy Gentleman Coaching. 
or if in doubt, just email me. Like, you've got an email address. I'm Tommy at tommygentleman.com. I would love to hear from you personally. That would really like fulfill me. But you know what else would fill me up? It's leaving a, a review on iTunes. At the moment, I'm on 14. And I'd like from this podcast to see that at least go up to 15. That could be you. You could be that person that just reaches out and just gives me something, like a little high five, just to say, yeah, cool, man, I'm on board with what you're saying, um, because that really does fuel me to know that you're listening. So whatever you're doing, be aware of this emotional eating. It's a real thing. We all do it in some way. It's about shrinking the hold that it has on your life. I really hope this has helped you. I've been Tommy Gentleman. This has been the Super Self Podcast. Take care, and I'll speak to you again real soon. Bye-bye itunes 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 get on there give me a five-star review if you think this is worthy of five stars and just let me know drop me a comment i'd love to see that i really would speak to you again soon bye